All right, should we get to our sexy story this week? Ladies, gentlemen, you cannot unsuck that dick. (laughs) It was hot. It was really quite something. (laughs) Do you like when someone else makes me moan? Do not show up looking like you slept in your clothes. In your car. There is nothing sexier than getting railed by two dudes at the same time. I'll just say that. Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of Front Porch Swingers. I'm Brenna. I'm Brian. This episode of Front Porch Swingers is brought to you by Cassidy.com, which is a lifestyle site that we have been personally using since the very beginning of our lifestyle journey. I think we hopped on Cassidy probably, I don't know, a week after our first hot wifing experience. Yeah, I'm pretty sure we were on there very quickly. And we met a lot of our friends there. In fact, a lot of our lifelong friends have come from Cassidy, which we're so thankful for. And it's one of the reasons that Cassidy holds a dear spot in our heart. And we think that you're really going to love it. And that's why we have partnered with Cassidy to get you guys 30 free days to try it out for yourself and see if you like it as much as we do. If you go to our website, frontporchswingers.com, scroll to the very bottom of the homepage, there's a Cassidy banner there. And if you click that, you're going to receive 30 free days when you set up a new profile. And you are also going to get a friend request from us. So you can see our profile. You can ask us for a backstage pass, which is where all the naughty pictures are kept. And we are just so excited to see you there. So we're recording this a little early. Way early for us. Super early because I am getting ready to leave you for a whole week. Yeah, we've never been apart since we've been together almost four years. We've never been apart for more than five days. That was work related stuff. If I was traveling or you were traveling. Yeah. And for the last, geez, I don't know, two years, we haven't been apart hardly at all. No. Well, so, the past seven months, we haven't been not, apart. No, very little. <laughs> we barely are apart for an hour a day. Yeah. So, so it's going to be very strange. We've never spent seven days apart. It's going to be weird. I think it's going to be really tough. I think it's going to be eye-opening for us when we get back together after that week. Because, I mean, the thing is, like I said, we literally spend like an hour apart a day. and. Yeah. I think that that's both awesome and presents some opportunity for us. We've talked many times about like that finding of independence and kind of having our own worlds a little bit, at least semi-separated. Well, we've gotten better at it as of late. You think so? Yeah, I think so. Well, we're going on our own, kind of taking our own time throughout the course of the week. You take a day, I take a day, and we spend several hours apart doing whatever we want kind of thing. You've had, obviously, a whole bunch of hot wife dates as of uh, the past, I don't know, month or so. Yes. So that's been good. We've spent that time apart. So yeah, I mean, I think that we've definitely gotten better. We need to continue that, and I think we will particularly when we finally land where we want to land. Yeah, I That's agree. going to change. I mean, we you know, we have very different kind of interests in normative life outside of the lifestyle, so we tend to gravitate towards different people and different groups for that, and I think that's going to help us. Well, yeah, and I also want to hang out with some people my own age. No offense, but I'm, like, I'm anxious for same. that. So. Yeah, same. Yeah. We hang out with people your age all the time. Yeah, but I don't get to do that on my own. Right. The ability to socialize on our own, I think, is going to be a big deal. And I want to get back into the world of kink. And yeah, I know. you're really not kind of on that that playing field right now. You're not super interested in that. So I think that's an opportunity for us to kind of do our own thing as well. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not in that mind frame right now. I think I'm kind of, uh, for you and I, yes. But outside of our play, I, I don't really feel like that's where I, I want to be right now. So, I, And I definitely want to continue to explore my sexuality. Uh, and once we get settled, I think that's going to be uh, a focus for me as well. So yeah, once we do get planted somewhere, I think we're going to have a lot more time apart. And I think this time apart for you, for sure, I, I'm not patting myself on the back by any means, but you are about to spend a week with your family. You're going to appreciate <laughs> me a lot more when you get back. <laughs> well, you're going to spend a week alone with my dog. So that, I yeah. think you'll learn to appreciate me a little bit more too. <laughs> for sure I will. Yeah, for sure. Because she's a giant pain in the ass. She's so cute though. When she's asleep, she's awesome. <laughs> So, yeah, it's going to be, for you and I both, this is going to be a bit of a struggle. Yeah, it'll be interesting. I think I potentially might have some naughty fun planned while I'm away from you. I'm not surprised by that at all. Look at my surprise face. (laughs) It's it's not a surprise face, in case you guys were wondering. I'm not surprised. (laughs) I have been kind of coaxing you to see if you want to do something naughty while I'm gone, too.
too. Yeah, I, I don't think so. I think I want to take this time just for me, uh, get some stuff done that you and I need to get done personally. And I, I'm just going to do things that need to be done. And I'm just going to focus on myself. I, I'm, I really don't think I'm going to get into any naughtiness while you're gone. I'm going to take a little bit of a hiatus. Oh, interesting. Why yeah. is that? Uh, again, I just want to focus on myself, get myself back kind of in a regimen because, you know, we, we were in Vegas for five days. I fell off, you know, uh, and then we have a lot of shit going on. We have a lot of plans, a lot of professional stuff that needs to be handled. I want to get on top of all of that. Yeah, you know, I started that yesterday, which not was really dick nice. productive, but no, actual no, no, no. productive. Yeah, not productive with my genitals. <laughs> um, I got started on that yesterday. I felt really good about the, the progress that I made yesterday, totally by accident. It worked out great, and I want to keep moving down that path. So, yeah, I think I'm going to focus really hard on that for the next seven days. You're so much more dedicated than me. <laughs> I'm like, I just want to be a slut. I want to have fun. Well, I want you to be, but and you're like, I want to work out and make sure that we have our professional lives in order. I'm glad one of us is an adult. I guess that's all I'm saying. Well, the truth is when you and I are together, it's really difficult for both of us, but for me, for sure, to focus on like the shit that has to get done because we just have a lot of fun. If you're not here... That's all I have to focus on. Are you saying I'm the bad influence? No, no, no. You're just a distraction for me. That's all. (laughs) You're welcome then. A fun distraction. Yeah. But like if I have a choice between hanging out with you and doing some fun shit or sitting down in front of the computer and knocking out like three hours worth of work, we're going to go have some fun. Well, we work hard too. Yeah. But there's more stuff that needs to get done. Yeah, I know. It's more than a 40 hour work week. Especially now. Right now. We have a lot of shit to get done. Yeah. So I think I I can accomplish a lot in seven days if it's just me and my thoughts. I can get a lot of shit done. Yeah. If I'm not distracted by, you know, sex, I think I can do that. <laughs> by me and my cooter. <laughs> yeah. And, and trying to hook up with other people. I, listen, the truth of the matter is, we talk about this all the time, or we have been. It's fucking exhausting. Yeah. It's exhausting for me. It is. And sometimes you really just need that break. I'm not at that point right now of needing a break because I just want to play constantly. I'm so revved up. I'm so excited for experiences. Well, that's the thing, though. So am I. I'm excited for you to have the experiences because we're back in the hot wife space like legit back in that space 100% full bore you're looking for for single guys for you I'm looking for single guys for you that's our focus because that's what fuels us the most and if you do happen to play when you're out of town when you're back home in Montana I don't even know what that's going to feel like like because I'm going to have to wait a week to not just hear about it but to reconnect with you that's literally that hasn't happened in Ever. Well, it's not going to happen the first few days that I'm there, so you won't have to wait a whole week. Right, but that's a struggle. I think the most I ever had to wait was like 48 hours, maybe? Yeah, I think when I was in Phoenix. Phoenix, yeah. Yeah. So it's going to be a Or Miami. I think Miami was about 48 hours as well. Damn, I play a lot when I'm on the road. Yeah, we, it's oh, you fun. Like, yeah, you like that that you know when you're traveling, you like that travel sex, like hotel room sex. You love that shit. Oh, love it. So yeah, I think that for me, my focus has been more on you playing because it's just, I mean, really, it's like gasoline on a fire. Yeah, I agree. It's been really good for us. So I might have something naughty from my trip out west. We'll see what happens there. No shock. <laughs> So I think for a single guy tip of the week this week, we're going to we're going to play a little fun game. All right. We're going to play rate the username, rate the profile name. (laughs) Yeah. Listen, guys, I don't know where this is headed yet. I haven't heard any of these. I can tell you that if the conversation starts with let's rate the profile name, you have already fucked up. (laughs) If you're a single dude and you're using ridiculous profile names and we have talked about a few of them, I have seen some horrendous names on profiles i think up to this point the worst one was one we talked about on a previous episode it was pussy pleaser with z's instead of s's yeah and adam from the naked relationship podcast still says that all the time like he's like i'm gonna change all my profile names to pussy pleaser because then i'm just i'm gonna be flooded with options i'm like yeah good luck with that <laughs> let's let's not go down that road yeah if, if you're i mean i get it guys are fucking juvenile anyway we are we're just stupid we're dumb creatures but if your go-to is something like Pussy Pleaser 69, which I believe is what the entire thing was, <laughs> if that's what you think is going to work for you in this space or any space for that matter when it comes to dating or relationships, you really need to consider your life choices. That, that's a terrible fucking idea. Well, I went through, we're on a, a kink site, obviously, BDSM site, and I went through some of my my last messages to look at some of the names on there because I was like, I know I've seen some crazy ones lately and I just recently received probably 
probably the most insane one I've ever seen. And let me just say this. The ones that I'm sharing today are are very specific kinks, right? Yeah. They are very specific things that people like to do and they put it in their profile names. Mm. I am not kink shaming anyone. I'm going to preface this by saying you can like whatever you like. You can be into whatever you want to be into. I am not judging you. If you are into those things and I'm not, it doesn't mean we can't play as long as those aren't prerequisites for you during play, right? But when you have names like these, what is going through my head immediately is that must be your your thing and the thing that you're looking for. And you completely eliminate any shot of getting with me if I don't have the same kinks. Well, let me play devil's advocate. If I'm into something and it, maybe it's not necessarily a deal breaker, but it's my thing, does it not make sense to say that up front to maybe eliminate folks who aren't going down that road? I guess my question is, is there a way to do it without being fucking weird? No, absolutely not. What you're saying is say it up front. No, if that's not something that you need. Now, if you need this, right? If you are somebody who's like, I need to choke during sex, right? I right. need to choke or be choked during sex. That is a prerequisite. I will not play with people who do not like to choke or be choked during sex. Right. And therefore, I put it up front. It's in my profile name. It's in my bio. It's everywhere because I don't want to play with people that aren't into that. I get that. If that's what you're going for, you're going to significantly reduce your pool of available people. But if that's what you want, that's what you want. And that's fine. My point is, if this is something you enjoy, but it's not a requirement for you to enjoy sex, then why put it out there as this glaring neon sign above your profile? Well, also, I guess I guess maybe this is the other thing that I'm confused by. If you put something very specific in your name, right, like your choker fucking 69 or whatever... And you personally are doing the, the communicating. You're reaching out to other people. Are you then reaching out to people who have that in their bio? Or are you rolling the dice and reaching out to people who don't because your specific kink is it maybe listed on their list of kinks? So are you, again, like maybe what's happening here with you, are you then putting yourself in a position to fail? Well, these guys certainly did. So let me get to some of these names as examples, okay? Okay. I'm not going to say the numbers after them. All of them had numbers, and I don't want people to go and, like, search them because I'm not trying to specifically shame these people. I'm just using this as anecdotal information, okay? Right. The first one, foot sniffer, okay? Okay, it's very specific. Very specific. I am not into foot play. I will show you my feet, but I'm not going to have you sniff them or lick them or suck them or any of those types of things. Or Well, he wants to sniff them, clearly. Well, that is clearly his thing, and I'm not into it. Therefore, I see Foot Sniffer as your name, and I'm like, that. Ah, I'm just not, I'm not into it. And so, and to my point, it doesn't snay, I almost said snay, <laughs> it doesn't say that in your bio that you're into sniffing feet or anything about feet, so him reaching out to you is a stretch. And that tells me something, that because of his name, probably, and whatever the bio looks like, I have no idea. He's not getting the attention that, you know, he is wanting. And I have to believe that the name is part of that. So why not just change the name and just leave it in the bio that you're into foot play and then have a conversation with people that reach out to you or that you reach out to who would ordinarily not communicate with you because of your name, but that might because, you know, you're speaking, you know, cogently and you're polite and, and thoughtful and courteous. But then you say, listen, I really enjoy sniffing feet or playing with feet or whatever like <laughs> right? doesn't that make more sense yeah it does makes a lot more sense okay more names okay the next one beat up dat ass okay see now i can't help you okay i immediately think that you want to fuck me in the ass and that's not my thing unless i trust you and i enjoy your cock and it's the right cock to be going in my ass yeah so immediately i'm like nah, you're probably not the guy for me because you're gonna assume that i want anal and i don't not just that i don't even know that it's just that Honestly, because I don't, I don't feel like that guy is specifically looking for anal. I think what he's intimating is that he is uh, a Lothario and he's really going to put it on you kind of thing. You know what I mean? And that to me tells me you're a douche. <laughs> so if you are into anal, cool. But that screams to me like you think that you're far more apt than you are. Oh, well, either way, it's bad. So it's terrible. However you decipher yeah, it. That's a terrible fucking name. The next one, cream pie, cl your cream pie cleanup. 
Okay, once again, very specific. <laughs> so specific. I, 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 I appreciate the specificity of that, and I like that you know what you like, but I feel like you're, again, you're pigeonholing yourself. Now, if that's what you want, if that's all you want, then by all means, that's what, that have at it. Yes, but you're reaching out to right. me, who clearly states in my bio... I only use condoms for play, so don't reach out if that's not your thing. Which means he either isn't exclusively into that and has a stupid name as a result, or he didn't read my bio, or both. Yeah, that's a yeah. You're being real specific, and if that's the case, I think you need to present yourself as that. Like, this is what I truly enjoy. If you're looking for someone to provide this service for you, I'm your guy. Outside of that. I got nothing kind of thing. And he should, you know, really pay attention to the profiles if he's doing the reaching out. But folks who are looking for that obviously could specifically reach out to him. I mean, it's clear as day. It's written in neon, apparently. <laughs> yeah, you got to be... that Man, you're really... Yeah, you're pigeonholing yourself. I feel like you're doing yourself a disservice there. Okay, you ready for the last one? Because it's the most recent and probably the most pigeonholing of all the names. Okay. Pee in my mouth. Yeah, see, once again, <laughs> once again, you are you're putting yourself in a position to fail if that is actually not all you're into because you're telling... Listen, that's very... That's a niche within a niche within a niche. Yes. I have known folks in that space and those particular gentlemen that I, I knew in those days, that was flat out their thing. Yeah. That's and that's, it. That's fine. So... But... Your pool of available candidates for play partners is very small. Yeah, and see, that's my problem with this, because what's happening is a guy like that has put himself in that box yep. because of his name. He's not getting a lot of attention. So now what he's doing is he's reaching out to people who don't have that particular fetish or kink in their bio, hoping that something will happen. Right. That's a terrible recipe. That's a recipe for failure. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I, there are certain ways to put things in your profile name that tell people kind of who you are or the the line of kinkiness that you're going down without completely eliminating people who are not into your kink. And these are not the way to do it, well, clearly. That's what the bio is for. It's to let people know who you are and what you're all about. That's the that's the place to put that information, not really not in the name. And we're, a lot of this is in jest, but the truth of the matter is, if you're serious about this, guys particularly, really think about this, because women are far more cerebral than we are. We are Neanderthals. If you're serious about wanting urination play or foot play, any of those things, any particular specific kink, you have a place to do that. It's in your bio. But don't right away eliminate other possibilities if you're particularly open to them because that name is going to turn people off instantly. Yeah, if I read in a bio, for example, I'm really into urine play. I love golden showers or I love this, I love that. But it is not a requirement for me and I still enjoy X, Y, and Z types of sex or play or kink or whatever. I may still very likely be interested in that person yeah. just because they have one element of their kinky profile that I may not be in alignment with doesn't mean that they couldn't be a great partner for me. Well, yes. And let me say this. This is not 100%. But it's far more likely that you'll find this in the kink space, in the fetish space, than you will, you know, in other areas of ethical non-monogamy, like the, the swinger-centric space. People who are looking on kink or fetish sites, a larger percentage of them actually read the bios. Because play <laughs> is far more important there than it is for people in just the swinger space. I would usually agree with you. However, the specific kink site that we've been using has literally become a free-for-all. Like, it's no well, longer... did that to everybody. It's no longer for BDSM people. It's now people getting on, like, vanilla people right. getting on to have their first threesome. And they somehow think that that's, like, a kink that should bring them to this site. Yeah. It's like, no, that that's not a fucking no, thing. No, I don't disagree with you. But people who are on there for legitimate kink and fetish reasons are going to read your bio. Sure, yeah. And so... So if you put in there specifically what you like and what you do not want, you know, hard boundaries, that's a really big part of the kink and fetish and BDSM world that's taken very seriously. So you don't have to put it in your name. Yeah. It's not necessary. It's so not necessary. Yeah. Plus, yeah. I think we've talked about this so many times before, but just like there's so many ways to be creative. I, these guys were creative. I'll give them that. Oh, A for creativity. <laughs> I like this a lot better than New York Bowl. 
or yeah, <laughs> this yeah. so like overly generic shit. <laughs> yeah, pussy pleaser. Yeah, stop it. Pussy but, pleaser at least is funny. Like now I laugh. I don't want to fuck pussy pleaser. I don't but even at least he made me pussy laugh. Pleaser. It's funny. It is funny. It's funny only because it's so ridiculous. But <laughs> in this particular case, I think these guys can actually use the the help because if you are genuinely looking for that kink and fetish, good for you. You know what you like. That's a huge part of the space. But you don't need to announce that in your profile. Don't showcase it in your name. Put it in the bio. Once again, unless that is all you're interested in. Then if you are only... All bets are off at that If you're only interested in people peeing in your mouth and you don't want any other type of sex or play or anything, your name should absolutely be pee in my mouth. 100%. But don't be surprised if you're not getting the attention that you think you should. Or, or that you want other attention. Yeah, and you're not don't be surprised it. that you're going to have to be really fucking patient. That's all there is. For, to it. Yeah, patience is a virtue in that space when you're that specific for sure. <laughs> you know, I mean, that's a very niche spot. So good luck. You know, I wish you the best of luck, but change your fucking name. <laughs> yeah, I agree totally, 100%. <laughs> well, on, the, on that note, so today we're going to talk about a fucking amazing experience that you had, that we had really, but specifically that you had a hot wife experience. And it was all predicated around a party. Yes. The best fucking party we have been to since we've been in the lifestyle. A hundred percent. We're going to talk about why. Any number of reasons. Yes. And, and it's really important to me that we outline this because this will, I, I think this is the antithesis of why we enjoy this hot wife space, the hot wife space more than anything else in ethical non-monogamy at this point. Yes. It's what speaks to us. It's to us. And we've had a lot of emails recently since we started getting back into the hot wife space from couples who don't play like us that are like, oh, it sounds like you guys don't like other types of play anymore. And like you're you're leaving certain things behind. And to a certain degree, we are. Yes, it's well, not, absolutely am. It's not to say that those aren't valid. It's just our opinions. We're not shitting on other types of ethical non-monogamy in any way, shape, or form. In fact, I hope our show is a constant reminder that you should be able to do whatever the fuck you want as long as everyone is consenting to it. Absolutely. Yeah, listen, consent is the key. If you're, I don't care what your dynamic is, as long as you are 100% everyone's under the same line of consent and you're enjoying it, it doesn't matter. For us, this is what works. Yeah, it just means it means more to us. Yes, what works for us is not going to work for everyone. So please always keep that in mind when you're listening to our show. Our show is very experience based for a reason because we're just talking about us and our lives. You can glean from it whatever you want, but I just yeah. thought that was kind of an important thing to throw out as we talk significantly more about hot wifing because that's what we do now. Yeah, <laughs> that's now that's not to say that's all we're going to do, but that is. Pr- pr- that is predominantly where we are headed because it works for us. And that's what this is about. Our relationship, our the sex between the two of us, and what we do on this show is about us. It's our experiences. And those are the ones that mean the most to us. And this event, this party, I mean, it really did put a period on it for me for a lot of reasons. We're going to talk about it. But for me personally, I'll tell you what it really meant to me. And I, I was, I'm so excited about it. I cannot wait to go to the next one. Yeah. I really can't. I'm so excited. I already reached out to the host. I mean, I cannot wait to go. Oh, awesome. Okay. Well, we also, I had some naughty fun there, so you're going to hear that as well. But first, we want to say a thank you to the partners of the Front Porch Swingers podcast. Attention listeners from across the galaxy, all the way from Australia to Houston, do we have a pube problem? Our friends at Manscaped have cleared you for takeoff with their fourth generation and brand new Lawnmower 4.0. Kick your pubes into the next planet with the performance package 4.0. The orbits in your pants will feel like you're in zero gravity when you use the best tools for the job from the leaders in male grooming. Over 2 million men worldwide trust Manscaped to get their rocket Get ready for takeoff, and you can do so too by going to manscaped.com for 20% off and free shipping with the code SWINGERS at checkout. Listen, guys, if you're anything like me, you have for years been trying to keep the boys clean shaven. I, much like a lot of you, have used a lot of trimmers, and I have snagged and cut myself over the years. Not an issue with the lawnmower 4.0. It is never a problem. My boys are smooth and always ready for takeoff now that I've used the Manscaped. 
Absolutely. And so many features on the 4.0 are going to be different than anything you've seen before. For example, it features a cutting edge ceramic blade that is made to reduce grooming accidents thanks to their advanced skin safe technology. It also has a crazy motor, which goes for forever. So if you have a lot of bush going on down there, don't worry, Manscaped has you covered. Once again, 20% off plus free shipping with the code SWINGERS at manscaped.com. That's 20% off and free shipping with the code SWINGERS at checkout at manscaped.com. For a clean trinity and beyond, your space balls will thank you. This episode of From Porch Swingers is brought to you by Promescent. Picture this. You are trying to create a super sexy mood for your partner. You go to put some massage oil on them to get them in the mood. You squirt it on and it is sticky and disgusting. Nobody wants that. And Promescent knows that, which is why they have created top of the line massage oils. One of my absolute favorites is the peppermint eucalyptus massage oil. It has a fresh minty aroma that invigorates the senses. It promotes desire, relaxation, serenity, and mood because it contains eucalyptus, peppermint, and jojoba oils. It's made in the USA, it's top quality, and it's not going to leave you or your partner all sticky and feeling disgusting right before your sexy time. That is just one example of the many amazing products that you can find at promescent.com. And if you go there today, you're going to get a 15% discount when you use our promo code. So head to promescent, P-R-O-M-E-S-C-E-N-T dot com. Use our promo code FPS15 off. That's FPS15OFF for 15% off of your order today. Start stocking up. Make sure you have everything you need for your next play session, whether it's just with your partner or at your next lifestyle event. So I think what's been really cool about us being on the road and having all these new experiences and everything is when we get to actually talk about them on the podcast, I'm fucking excited every time because it's something new and different and exciting to talk about every single week. And this is no exception. Well, yes, this is new and certainly exciting. But the truth is, it's new because we've just now really have gotten back and immersed ourselves in the hot wife space for where we started. And that's really the exciting thing for me. The event that we're going to talk about today, the party that we're going to talk about today is unique because we've never been to a a specific hot wife event before, which is bizarre when you consider where we started. What's most interesting to me is since we started talking about hot wife events and about us going to them, we have been flooded with messages from people on social media in our email, etc. saying, we didn't even know that was a thing. Like, we didn't know that hot wife specific events were a thing. And of course, they are. You have to seek them out and they're not everywhere. But if you are a hot wife couple and you are kind of dedicated to this space, we highly recommend you find one because it's a completely different experience than your typical lifestyle event. Yeah, well, let me say this, though. Yes, absolutely. If if you're a hot wife couple, you should 100% seek them out in your area. Find a hot wife group that's putting on hot wife-centric events and, and check them out. I highly recommend that. However, like every other party, every other event, you want to make sure it's quality. Yeah. And that's really what separated this event from any other event we've been to, even above and beyond the fact that this was a hot wife-specific event. Anyone who listens to this show and anyone who knows me knows I'm not a party guy. Right. I don't like the group setting very much. The big group setting. Yeah. Lots of people. I'm very uncomfortable in those rooms. I find myself kind of, you know, a little standoffish. It it, it puts me in a weird spot. The overt drunkenness that takes place at lifestyle events puts me in a bad place. I don't like it. This event, it was the first time and I called the host the next day. I texted him the next day and I told him, I said, hey, man. This is the first time I've ever been to a lifestyle event, and I wasn't looking for the exit 10 minutes after I arrived. (laughs) Right. And that's the truth. Yeah. I am always looking to get out. Any excuse I can to get out of that room, I'm looking to get out of it, which really lends itself to another reason why you and I don't do well in the swinger-centric party environment. It's just not our thing. Right. Largely because I'm not interested in couples. You know, that's not how we play. I don't want to specifically play with a couple 
in the traditional way. So it's like, why am I here? You well, know? I think for us to, and not to like toot our own horns or anything, that's not the point of this, but we've had to turn down a lot of couples in those environments. Like we start talking, there's a friendly kind of banter back and forth. And then they're like, well, should the four of us go play? Yeah. And it's like, we have to turn them down because that's not how we play. It's not our preference. Right. And so it was very comfortable to finally be in a space where that was understood and nobody was asking for that. Nobody was, you know, putting in us putting us in a position where we had to reject anyone. It was just so comfortable. No, and what's interesting is there were couples there that we knew. We have we've had we know them. And at no point other than very nice, you know, pleasantries, how are you, good to see you, it was never a situation where play between us was even on the table. Right. Because we were there for a specific reason. We were there for you ladies to enjoy that hot wife experience with quality single guys. Yes. And the husbands, the, the male partners in this case, we really just kind of sat back and, and enjoyed the process. Right. From what I could see, I certainly did. We were there from start to finish. You know, we got there at like six o'clock, didn't leave till two when it was over. I've never spent the entirety of an event at the event. Right. It's just not a thing. And that told me, A, we're back where we belong. That's for sure. And B, those are the type of events that make sense for us. Right. Right. I mean, that's just what it just makes sense. So I thoroughly enjoyed it, and I know you did too. Ah, I enjoyed it so much. I had so much fun, which we're obviously going to talk about. First, let's say what the event is. Okay, go ahead. Okay, so these events are thrown by the Goodfellas, which is a group here out of Florida. And we have to give them a shout out. If you're in Florida, if you're a hot wife couple, you must check them out. Yeah, even if you're not in Florida, they do events in a lot of places. They do, yeah, for sure. Um, But they are based in in Florida and do the vast majority of their events here. Um, I have so much respect for what this group does. They put together, obviously, very good events, but the guys are what make it amazing. These are solid, respectful, well-vetted guys who understand how to behave in these situations and to not make people feel uncomfortable. They are asked to not be pushy. They are asked to dress well. They are asked to just be gentlemen in all ways. They're asked to maintain the facility. They change the sheets after play. Yes. I mean, everything is... All of the details were taken care of. It was never a conversation about anything awkward. They were respectful to both parties. They were they were obviously very much present and alert and aware that there were couples who were eager to engage with them, but never pushy or over the top in any way. Just real gentlemen. It was fucking amazing. Yeah. Unlike a lot of the events we've gone to as single guys, there was not that reek of desperation in the air, which was such a refreshing change for me. Well, and when you think about that, there doesn't have to be because they know instinctively they're in a room that is friendly to them. Yeah. Where most of the time, if you're a single guy and you go to a swinger-centric event, and given that you're even permitted to go, you're one of the few that are allowed in the room, you're already on the defensive. Yeah, because you have no idea who's interested, who's not, who straight up doesn't want you there. Right, exactly. Like You just may be completely shunned. In this case, you know everyone wants you there. And when you think of it like that, we should really have a little bit more empathy for the single guys. If you have never gone into a lifestyle event as a single guy, you probably have no idea how it feels to not know who in that room doesn't even want your presence. Oh, it's real simple. If you've ever been the new kid in class... That, exactly what that's like. Yeah. You know, you've been the new guy, new gal at work. That's exactly what that's like. Yep. You know, only worse because you're expected to be naked at some point, potentially. So, <laughs> you know, th- it's a very weird kind of vibe, a weird place to be, I'm sure. And in this particular case, these guys were as friendly as could be because they knew why they were there. They knew why everyone was there. They were in demand. Yeah, absolutely they were. And listen, it was as comfortable a place. The place was very cool comfortable places I've ever been and I was excited just to be there because the energy was instantly different when we walked in we walked in the place the host is right there greeting everybody yes not just greeting everyone greeting you by name yes introducing you to those he was standing with and talking to we knew four or five people the minute we walked in that we had never met before yes we were instantly introduced to them, other couples and even a couple of the single guys right away because they were all kind of in that area he was a real genuine host. I cannot tell you, I don't know, how many times have we gone to events? How many parties have we been to where a host actually did that? Never. Zero. The answer is zero. Yep. So that that in and of itself just made it comfortable for me, right? Because like, you have a friendly face. 
He knows your name. He's recognizing you. He's acknowledging you and introducing you by name to other people by name. And the interesting thing was the folks he, inter- he introduced us to right away, they've been going to his events for like 10 years. Yeah. So that tells you something. So, yeah, I think what you just said is so spot on because how many times have we gone to an event and the host doesn't even seem interested to be there? Doesn't acknowledge you at all. They are clearly there to take your money and then you can go fuck off. That was not this situation in any way, shape or form. And no. it was so cool to see someone who takes this seriously and who earnestly appreciates the people that shows up to his events. Well, yeah, and not only that, but at one point, and we can get to it, it's, it's a little bit further down the road, obviously, in this story. At one point, he gathered all the single guys together, very quietly kind of got them together, and brought them into a separate room to have a very brief, like, kind of pep rally with them, orientation with them, to let them know, hey, if you guys are new, these are some of the, you know, the guys have been around a while, you know, this is what we're expecting. A, a real orientation, like, legit, like, on-the-job orientation, which he does anyway with all the single guys prior that are part of the group. But in the moment, I just thought it was really interesting. And it wasn't like he did it in a overbearing way. We were sitting there, and I just noticed he was starting to kind of corral the guys. And I was actually speaking to one of the single gentlemen. And he asked, you know, he kind of excused himself and, and stepped away. And you could see, like, he was talking to them in the back, like, this is kind of what we expect type thing. And I just thought that was fucking awesome. Yeah, so did I. I loved at the event that it was just so chill. Like, all the, like I said, no guys were, like, bum-rushing me or anything like that. Like, definitely people were coming up and speaking to me, but it was, it never felt pressured. Yeah, it's better than that, though. They were coming up and speaking to you. They were very polite when they did. But more often than not, Mm -hmm. they were coming up to me. First. Yes. They saw you and I together. They obviously ascertained that we were a couple. I got up to go to the restroom at one point. One of the gentlemen stopped me, shook my hand, introduced himself to me, said, man, your wife is really beautiful. I'd love to meet her. I said, well, her her name is Brenna. Go introduce yourself. And right over he went to you, told you who he was, you know, you had a brief conversation with him, even exchanged contact info because he wasn't staying. I guess he wasn't going to be able to stay long. He had to go to work. Yeah. Right. So again, just courteous, polite, thoughtful. I mean, that's what you're looking for. Yeah, I loved it. I yep. thought it was very cool. We also, we had a friend there, which was nice. And she brought a new gentleman with her who was also a very fucking cool. So it was surprising to me, even in that kind of environment, even in an environment where I, as the hot wife, am being kind of sought after and we have a friend there. And so there's that level of familiarity there. I was still really kind of shy. I was really in my shell that night. Well, you were, and it was interesting. But like I told you later, I think we talked about it uh, probably the next day when we had it, we really kind of debriefed over it. I liked the idea that you were a little bit more shy in that environment because it gave me the opportunity to engage with the guys first. Like they, I think a lot of them realized that you were shy and that's why they came to me. <laughs> you know, they were coming over to me to see if it was okay for them to talk to you. And on two occasions, I actually brought the guys over and introduced them to you. You were a total fucking wingman. I was so impressed. Listen, I recognized very quickly that the one guy you were talking to, who you were totally attracted to, wasn't exactly, he wasn't tripping your trigger, right? Yeah, I don't. nothing wrong with him at all. I just don't think we had the chemistry needed to like move forward with play. And I could tell that, that there was a little bit of a lull kind of in the conversation. I was already talking to another single gentleman who approached me and was like, man, your wife is so adorable. I would really like the opportunity to talk to adorable. her. Adorable? Oh my God, we just had yes. this conversation. Why am I always adorable and cute? Is it because I'm five feet tall? Yes, that's exactly why, because you're five feet tall. Why can I never be like a sex kitten or something? Well, because you have tiny features other than your giant booty. <laughs> that's why. So you're adorable. And he's like, man, I really love to get a chance to meet her. I said, well, let's, you know, let's go over and I'll introduce you. And about that time, the gentleman you were talking to kind of, you guys broke off and you both started different conversations. I walked over and introduced you to another gentleman. It just worked out because even though you were shy, I'm there and I have the opportunity for, because guys are coming up to me to kind of break the ice. It's, it was really very easy. I think we need to cover an important part of this experience before we go too much further, which was the venue. Oh, it was very fucking cool. It was so fucking cool. So basically, there is this house that exists, right? And it's it's literally for events. That's what it's for. It's yep. for lifestyle events. And the venue itself holds their own parties, but they also will allow groups to throw parties there during certain times of the month. And so this gentleman, the Goodfellas group, holds events there. And it is badass. I mean, like, all of the rooms are set up with, like, some of them are set single beds some of them are multiple beds in the same room so there's some like group play areas there's a pool there's a hot tub there's this cool backyard and there's a tree house a legit 
house in a tree with two bedrooms in it. It's so fucking cool, which we will get to. <laughs> yeah, and the the house itself is a legit. It's set up like a legit house. I mean, the kitchen is amazing. There's a kind of a conversation area uh, at an island, uh, fireplace. I mean, it's a it's a home, but it's just designed for lifestyle events and it is really well done very very nicely done yes i loved it and i think that's one of the reasons that this event worked well for us too we weren't in this like club environment with the music pounding and you're squeezed in like sardines this was a very kind of relaxed environment in basically someone's home yeah there was a dj he's playing good music it wasn't so loud that you couldn't hear yourself talk to people and it was it was really just nicely done the whole from start to finish it was just really well put together so as you mentioned, you are kind of wingmanning me. You are speaking to these guys. You're kind of introducing them to me. You brought over one gentleman that I'm fairly certain you knew immediately I was going to be into from a personality perspective because he was electric. Yeah, when I was talking to him, he actually approached me and we were talking and he mentioned, of course, that you know I was noticing your wife. She's really beautiful. And so we just started talking. And at the at that moment, there was another gentleman that you were talking to. So I waited till there was kind of a lull in the conversation. And then he and I came over. But I knew you were going to be attracted to him, A, because he was probably, I mean, he was one of the best-dressed guys there, for sure. He had a unique kind of style about him. He was v- really just, you know, conversant with me. He was very, like, engaging. You know, he was always smiling. He just was there. He clearly was having a good time being there. And it was just a really good energy about him. Yeah, well, he was also really hot, so that <laughs> yeah, that helps. Super attractive. You bring him over, and immediately I'm like, oh, because he has this gorgeous smile and these beautiful eyes. He's just a very attractive guy. You can tell he's fit. So, I mean, I was really into it. <laughs> yeah, and like we had talked about, I think on another show, you have really changed your taste as it pertains to single guys and the men you're playing with. This is not a s- tall dude. No. You know, I'm over six foot, but he was nowhere near my height. I think I'm most into just very well put together men right now. Like that more so than anything is my thing. If you are impeccably dressed, if you are incredibly well groomed, if you smell good, like those are the things that are going to draw me to you. And I also think I like a little bit of edge right now. That's my my real draw. This guy had like a cool hat on, these badass shoes. He was kind of funky and I loved it. Yeah, but he was very well put together, very well dressed. He clearly took time to put himself together as did all the guys in this room we talked about that as well you and i just privately just how just how well appointed everybody was it wasn't like you were going to go to an event and you know there's always a couple or a couple of people or a single dude that's just inappropriately dressed in fact there were two guys that were scheduled to be at this event and the host stopped them at the door because they were not dressed properly and sent them packing I was really blown away by that. He told us that that was something that he typically did prior to us going to this event, and I was shocked to have seen it. Yeah. I was really surprised. And I was talking to him at the time. He and I were having a conversation because you were talking to one of the gentlemen. And so when the guys came in, he's like, hey, excuse me one second. Went over to him, had a brief chat with him. And as quickly as they came, they were gone. And I asked him, "Hey, what, you know what kind? Of, what happened?" He's like, "Oh, well, they weren't. They just weren't dressed appropriately. They just didn't fit the the criteria for appropriate attire." And he sent them on a, on their way. And they were good looking dudes. But everything comes down to the details, right? Quality we talk about control. that all the time. Yep. Yeah, it's in the it's all of it's in the details. The important part of, parts of these events for me are in the details and keeping these guys showing up on time, dressing properly, behaving properly. You've got a room full of quality single dude candidates. Yep. You know, and the truth is that it's this type of thing that has really changed the hot wife space for you and I. It it has basically fucked up the space for guys who are anything less than this this caliber. Yeah. Absolutely. So anyway, you bring this gentleman over to me. He's super attractive. We start talking, but I realized pretty quickly, I'm kind of flustered. I am not being myself here at all. I mean, I'm trying to be charming. I'm definitely holding a conversation, but there are multiple times when I'm like, I am really off my fucking game here. Well, you were looking at me as if like you wanted me to kind of interject and, and buffer and, and get a little bit more involved in the conversation, which I did. But here's the bottom line. You and I have never been in a situation where you were the one who was on display in other words the hot wives in this room we were all there for you the guys were there for you so this was a situation where you were kind of you were the person who was hold you had to hold the conversation because the guys are expecting you to drive the ship well more so than anything what it was is i was expected to be the dominant force yeah 
I don't like that. Well, not even so much dominant, but you're the decision makers in that room. Right. But if I wanted to pull the trigger on something, I was the one that had to do it. Yes. I was really the one that had to de- determine who I wanted to play with. Yes. Because it was great. I had options, which doesn't usually happen that I am surrounded by attractive single men that are all, you know, viable options to play with. Well, but it was made clear. This is about the ladies. If you want to play with someone, if you want to talk to someone... It's important that you make that first move because the guys are told, do not be pushy. Don't force yourself into a conversation. They know that it's really on you. Like you have to make that initial move, which is why, again, for me, it was it was easy. I was that buffer. But you had to make sure that you were kind of in charge in that moment. And that's not a easy place for you to be. Well, I was not good at it. So at one point, we kind of broke away from this guy. And I was very interested. He was checked all of the boxes. Yeah. He was awesome. And... I finally came to you. He kind of stepped away to grab something to eat and get a drink or something. And I was like, I want to make this happen, but I don't know how to help me. So I went out. He and I were getting a drink together. And I said, hey, listen, if you're interested, Bren is really interested in spending some time with you. I would encourage you to, you know, to make that move if you if you want to do that. He's like, oh, thank you so much. I really appreciate that. You know, in situations like this, you just never know. I said, absolutely. She's very much interested. Please feel free to engage her in conversation. And then from that point on, I let him do his thing and I separated from you so that he would be a little bit more comfortable kind of making that happen, which he did. And once again, as soon as you step away, I feel more comfortable to be the more dominant force. That is just something we have learned over time. You really, your personality is so dominant and I take such a backseat. We've talked about this so many times. I think that along with just being nervous for something completely new in general was really holding me back. And it's just something we need to work through. For sure. It, it's something we know. We we instinctively know it. We are just terrible at fixing shit like that. Yep. So we just have to do better at it. But again, in this situation, and I will say, I, I was so comfortable being in this space that it didn't even occur to me that I might be in the way in some cases or, you know, in some way kind of blocking you. And so, yeah, it, I have to be more cognizant of that for sure. So you kind of stepped away. He and I talk a little bit more. And finally, I was like, I'm interested in spending a little bit more private time with you. And he was like, oh, okay. Do you want to go on a walk? And I was like, yes, I do. (laughs) So I tell you that he and I are going to go for a walk. I'm sure you knew what that meant. That was definitely code for something. Yeah, I was talking to our friend. She was sitting next to us and she and I were just having a conversation. The gentleman she was with was actually playing with somebody, I think. So she and I were just having a good time laughing and kind of, you know, just catching up. So when you said that to me, I thought, okay, perfect. That's green light. And once again, now we're in a space where I'm super comfortable. We know people in this room. I have had a lengthy conversation with the guy you're walking, taking a walk with in quotes. I'm, I'm good. We're in a safe environment. I've got no issues. He and I have already had a conversation about safe play and all those things. And so you were off and it, I didn't even have to give another thought to it. I was just kind of hanging out and bullshitting with everybody. So I'm walking around this house with him. And of course he's like, oh, you know, let me show you some of the places I've played in the past. And he brings me to the group room first. And he was like, is this your thing? And I was like, it's really not. I, I really don't want to play out in the middle of, of every, all the action. Yeah. And there was about six beds in that room. It was a giant room. It had a private bathroom and shower, really nice shower. But again, there were, like you mentioned, there were some people already playing in there. Not when we were in there. There were just people kind of mingling around. But my point was, I didn't want to just start fucking in front of people. Right. I was not comfortable enough in this scenario to just, you know, have sex with a stranger in front of a bunch of other strangers. Yeah, and this was not really like a a club playroom situation. This was a fairly well-lit room. As I said, it had a bathroom, had a shower, and it was right off of the patio where this enclosed pool and hot tub and the bar was. So... If you were fixing a drink, you were basically looking into this room and there was probably 20 or 30 people standing outside of that glass door and all the windows. So you were you were on display. Yeah, I was not fucking with that. I was not doing that. So we continue to kind of walk around. We go out to the pool area and finally I'm like, I want to go see what's going on up there. I point to the treehouse that once again, we were told has two kind of private bedrooms in or private areas in. Right. And he's like, "Okay, we can go up there. So we walk up there and we open one of the doors 
doors, you put you turn this little card over to let people know that it's occupied. So right. that nobody's going to come try to open the door or knock on it or anything like that. And you go in and it is set up so fucking cool. It has its own fan that's going. So it's nice and cool. There's a bed and then there's like a little seat, a little bench right by the door. And it's just tiny, but it's very cool. It looks like a little cabin inside of there. Yeah. It's got this corrugated metal divider in between the two spaces in the treehouse and at the time we were the only ones in there there was nobody on the other side so it was kind of cool i also love we go in there and immediately he's like i'm actually gonna just step outside for a quick second and freshen myself up so i'm like oh okay i like that so he steps outside of the door and i can tell i think he's like spraying mouth spray or something because i can hear that and uh, of course i'm just standing in there with anticipation because at this point i am so into this whole thing now that we're in this cool private space where i feel comfortable i'm with this really attractive dude all bets were off i will also say something i did is i put on this piece of lingerie under my dress so i had this tight black dress on and underneath of it i put on a lacy black teddy and i wanted to do that for a couple of reasons one because i didn't know what dress code was going to be exactly i didn't know if there was going to be a a period of time where people were going to be in something a little bit more skimpy and i was going to be the only one in a you know full-on dress but the other thing is i thought okay it would be kind of a sexy surprise for someone if i'm wearing this dress and then i take it off and it's not just your basic bra and panties well yeah and you could see just a little bit kind of of it around the neckline because you had a plunging neckline on this dress and just a little bit of that kind of lace was showing through it which was kind of cool so you didn't really know whether it was straight up lingerie or part of the dress or whatever it was it was really nicely done it was that little mystery i loved it so anyway he comes back in and we start making out and he asked to take off my dress and i'm like absolutely so i we kind of both pull off my dress and then I'm just standing there in this teddy. And he really liked the surprise. He was like, oh, this is so sexy. He had me kind of spin around for him. And the teddy was also a thong in the back. So like my full on ass is hanging out of this teddy. And I thought that he really enjoyed that as well from what he was telling me. So then he starts to disrobe, okay? And I knew I could tell by just looking at him in his clothing that he was like a, a fit dude. I had no fucking idea what I was getting myself into. This guy was built like you would not believe. Yeah, he wasn't like a a big dude, but absolutely... Athletic. I mean, there's no question about it. You could tell. But yeah, I mean, when you told me that, I, was, I wasn't I was entirely surprised. I mean, I knew that you were going to be attracted to him, that he was a, you know, a very well put together guy. Oh, his body was fucking phenomenal. So he's now standing there and his cock is out and it's beautiful. And we're still kind of kissing and I'm touching on his cock a little bit and he's rubbing his hands all over me. And pretty quickly, I'm like, I really want to suck your cock. And he was like, okay, we should make that happen. So he lays down on the bed. I kind of crawled towards him. And what's so funny is I was so shy all night. And then I get in my element, right? I'm in a private area with someone I'm attracted to in lingerie that's making me feel uber sexy. And it's like sex kitten Brenna, sex kitten Brenna, because I can do that too. Not just adorable and cute. (laughs) fucking comes out in full force well that's because you again like you said you were in your environment that's not a place that that, that particular event is not a place that we've ever found ourselves or you've ever found yourself where you were the center of attention but you know obviously the, the ladies were the center of attention all eyes on you kind of thing and and really where we were seated in that room when we were kind of talking to everybody we were in the center of the room and we were there for a period of time. And at one point, you were the only woman in that area because the gals were kind of walking around, the husbands were walking around. So we were kind of posted up there for a period of time. And so all the guys got to see you because it was like the center of this whole space. So for, for a moment, you were really on display. And that's not the norm for you. That's, and it's not a really comfortable place for you either. I don't like it at all. But when I'm alone and in my element, I am like, oh, I am turning into this whole different person. I'm like slinking towards him. I'm smiling up at him. I'm giving him all these little coy looks. It's kind of like dimly lit, but we can definitely still see each other's facial expressions sure. and everything. So I'm, I'm glancing up at him. I start kind of do my whole girly giggly thing where I'm all excited and nervous and it's just this very anxious energy that's so fun to me and I very slowly start just licking his cock and I mean it's once again, everyone's going to give me shit for this. Okay, it's a big fucking cock, okay? Well, listen, you're we we keep talking about this. You know, you keep asking me, am I becoming a size queen? Is it No, here's the bottom line. We talk about this already. <laughs> 
you have gotten to the point where you are not really any longer in this kind of headspace where you're looking for one particular type of guy. You're also no longer, we are no longer in a place where, like where we used to live, where all of the guys essentially, you could just stamp them out. They all kind of look the same. They dress the same. They behave the same. You've expanded that horizon. So, and you've now found what really works for you and honestly what works for us. We talk about this all the time. If the experience that either you or I or we have had does not result in us having that explosive, reconnective time together, then we really have done it for exercise. It just doesn't really make as much sense. Well, I think a better way to put it is I had no idea that he had a big cock. I did not choose him as as the person I was going to be spending my time with that evening because he had a big cock because I had no fucking idea. It just happened to be a nice big cock once he took his pants off. Well, yeah, and that's the other thing, right? It's not like you're in a room with a bunch of guys who have already sent dick pics and you know what they look like (laughs) naked. Exactly. All that stupid. Like it, It just isn't a thing. You don't know. You're meeting people for the first time. And the thing I like the most about it, honestly, is that because of that you're meeting genuine people you don't know anything about them before you actually start having a conversation with them there's no bio to look at right you're not like reading their their profile so you're meeting a genuine person and then regardless of what that person now looks like naked or how big or small their cock is you like that person yeah and that makes that kind of entire engagement that much better really so true so yeah i mean he is big and i am sucking it and it is so nice because i'm just very kind of slowly starting i'm starting at the tip i'm really slowly start starting with the pumping and then i decide that i'm gonna show off a little bit right so i decide i'm gonna straight up deep throat this cock and i was so fucking impressed with myself that i got it all the way down it's sure he was too he absolutely Absolutely was. And he was loving it. He was like, oh my God, you are so good at that. Yes. How are you getting so much of it in there? I'm like, I don't fucking know. (laughs) It was awesome. (laughs) He was very impressed. He was giving me a lot of positive affirmation of my cock sucking abilities. Which you like. You just like to be complimented. So it doesn't matter whether it's your shoes or your sucking cock. It doesn't make a difference. So pretty quickly, I'm like, I I didn't even want him to lick me. I was so fucking into this entire thing. I'm like, I want this to happen now. I want to get fucked. So I tell him that he should fuck me. And he's like, well, like right now. And I'm like, yeah. And he's like, okay. (laughs) So he goes and puts on this condom. It was a European style condom, which was very interesting. I've never seen one before. It's almost like bootstraps you pull the condom on with. It was very interesting. You were telling me that's so strange. (laughs) So anyway, he puts that on and I'm, I'm laying on the bed and I'm playing with my pussy while he's putting this condom on. And he keeps like looking over and giving me these like coy looks. And it's so obvious that we're both so into this entire thing. And he's like, how do you want me? And I was like, I want you to fuck me on top. And he's like, okay. So I lay back on the bed. He crawls on top of me and starts fucking me. And it is fucking phenomenal. I'm so wet. I'm dripping wet. And that's one of the other reasons I didn't want him to go down on me because it's like, to me, I like when people go down on me clearly and I can come that way. But a lot of times that's kind of my buildup, right? That's what I like in order to really get myself to the point where I'm ready to have sex with someone. I didn't fucking need it. I just wanted him to fuck me. Well, it's also, you know, you were in a very unique situation. We'd never found ourselves and you certainly never found yourself in a situation like that. So was it because of the environment, how it happened? It was everything. The partner, all of it. It was everything. It was the idea of like you being down there wondering what the fuck I'm doing up in this fucking cool treehouse with this hot dude. It was just everything. And he was so cool the whole way around. So gentlemanly. Like I... I was so attracted to him from a personality perspective. And then to see this amazing body and beautiful cock on top of it, it was just perfect. Nice. So, all that, I mean, it's, yeah, it's everything. So he starts fucking me and it starts off very kind of slow and sensual. And he's just like slowly pumping into me. We're saying some kind of naughty things to each other. And then at one point I decide I'm going to lift one of my legs up to let him know, like, we're going to a different level here. We're taking this up a notch. So I kind of put my leg up. I cock my leg over his elbow, basically, right? Right. And so he has all of this additional area to just go to town. With the other leg, I prop myself up on my foot. So I am basically putting myself at a 90 degree angle so that he could just pound down on me. (laughs) Does that make any sense what I'm saying? Yeah, but you're just, I mean, I'm just amazed that you did that. That's pretty gutsy. It was 
Yeah, I was for you. That's like a bold state, like a bold move. And then at one point, I take because I still had my teddy on. I had undone it; it kind of unbuttoned at the pussy, so I could unbutton it, and he could, you know, play with me that way without me having to take the entire thing off. Instead of just taking it off, I rip it down, pull my tits out, start playing with my own tits, and he's remarking on how much he loves that. He's like, "Yes, squeeze them for me." And then at one point, we kind of shifted positions a little bit, so I was back flat down on my back. And he had his hands free. So he starts to squeeze them. Of course, I'm telling him, squeeze them harder. And he's kind of using my tits as like the leverage to push himself into me. Oh my God, it was so fucking hot. I loved every second of it. I think for just a brief couple of minutes, I then flipped over and he was fucking me from behind. And it was a little too much. He's a little too big for that position. So pretty quickly, we got back to the point where I was then again on my back, but I had my legs completely spread at this point. Okay, picture this, me spread eagle on my back. My legs are in like a very, very deep V and he's pushing them further down so he can just get as deep into my pussy as he possibly can. Oh my fucking God. I came probably three times in five minutes. It was crazy. Well, you guys were gone for a while. Yes. It, I mean, I don't I don't really know how long, but the party ended at two and people were already starting to leave and you guys were still up there. Yeah, we were up there for quite a while. We went. He went to town on me. And so it was great. I mean, he fucked me like that for quite a while. And the whole time we're just saying all of these naughty things to each other. I'm telling him how much I love his cock. He's telling me how sexy he finds me, how great my tits are, how great my ass is. And of course, like when I start getting those compliments, I just pick up the intensity. I'm running my hands all over his amazing arms. I'm kind of reaching down onto his amazing thighs. And oh God, the whole thing was just so fucking good. And again, in this very kind of not weird but uh unique yeah unique environment for sure it was just such a, a different experience for me i will say at one point someone came onto the other side so once again there's two rooms up in this treehouse they're not completely separated the corrugated metal wall that runs in between them has an opening at the top right so you can hear the people that are next to you and they're having a fucking conversation while i'm trying to get banged they're like talking about shoes and about the dress she's wearing it really threw me off that was yeah, that was, you, yeah, I mean, it's awareness, right? Like, someone's getting fucked next door. Exactly. You can hear. I'm literally moaning like crazy. We're dirty talking to each other. You'd think you'd be like, eh, let's maybe not talk about where I got my shoes right now. Yeah. But it was the, that was the only downside to this entire thing. And thankfully, it was kind of at the tail end of things. I mean, by that point, I had come multiple times. The fan is going, but I am still, like, dripping sweat. He's dripping a little bit of sweat onto me. Neither of us give a fuck. It was just so intense and so hot. So, so did he actually fuck you in that position till you were till it was over? Yes. Wow. That was yeah. a, that's a while. By the end of it, not only had I come so many times, my legs were shaking from that, but I also think my legs were spread and in that position for a long fucking time. It made me glad that you had me doing so many squats and lunges and shit lately because there is no way I could have fucking done that. Before. And you brought a pair of flats with you because you have to. <laughs> yeah, I did. So yeah, we were like that for quite a while. He probably fucked me for a good 25 or 30 minutes, just me on my back hands running all over the place. Then he finally comes and of course he remarks on my clenching. I think I had just orgasmed then he orgasmed about 10 seconds later. And I fucking love that. The other thing I really liked, this was such a fucking turn on to me for reasons I don't totally understand yet. Right towards the end of it, he's like, I want you to know that this is your cock tonight. Nobody else is getting this cock. And I was like- Yeah, that was interesting. I fucking love that because there were a lot of guys, I'm not judging at all, but there were a lot of guys who you could tell were playing with multiple women or who are lining up multiple play sessions. And that's totally fine if that's your thing. I don't do that at place play events. Like, yeah, no, that, well, that's, and again, that's a largely what's happening here because you've, I mean, it's not like, like there's an outnumbering guys to couples. It was actually a really nice ratio, but there were a couple of guys who were, you know, Playing with multiple people, and that's what this is all about. And and I don't think anybody even gives a shit. It's not even part of... No one cares. That's what you're there for. Right. Right? But this particular guy's kind of... You know, his mentality about it was really interesting. I didn't know this, and neither did you, but I, I found it interesting afterwards. Yeah. So I love that. He says that to me just as we're kind of finishing up, and I was like, good. I'm so glad. 
And then we did just kind of lay there for a couple of minutes. Once again, this is basically a stranger to me, but I felt so comfortable with him. We just kind of laid next to each other. I did my whole like giggly, oh, I'm kind of just coming down from all the sex hormones and everything. And it was just really, really comfortable. Well, we had talked to him for about an hour and a half before you guys ever played. But I thought the interesting part was when he told you, he was like, yeah, anytime I go to an event like this, I only play with one person. Yep. That, I mean, I was I was shocked. It was yeah, a nice surprise, but I was really shocked. Yeah, he didn't say every single time, right. but that's his typical MO. And I like that because that's my typical MO as well. Yeah, it worked out really well. I mean, it was listen, he was a perfect kind of match for us, how we play, your personality, you know, me being able to have a conversation with him. I mean, the guy was very engaging. And I think part of why it took so long for you to get to the play portion was because we were just enjoying his conversation. Yeah. So it was really nice. We kind of cleaned up the room. We changed out the sheets, put new sheets on the bed, and then walked down together. And uh, I think I came and found you. I was carrying my heels in my hand. I was just like, I'm not even going to fucking bother putting them back on. And I came and found you, and you were talking with our friend. And I think the gentleman I was with had thanked you and like yeah. shook your hand. And I yeah. really liked that as well. So Yeah, you thanked me twice before you left, actually. I just loved it. The whole thing was great. I come back to you. I knew I must have been smiling ear to ear because you were like, I'm assuming you had a good time. Oh, yeah. I mean, your hair was a mess anyway. And you know, obviously there was, you know, play had taken place. But and he was, like I said, super, super nice. Real, just a real gentleman. Thanked me a couple of times. But the, you know, the, inter- the other interesting thing is we got, you got too, um, contact information from a number of those guys. The next day, guys that we didn't really talk to that much or, and that you certainly didn't play with reached out like, hey, it was so nice meeting you. Really looking forward to seeing you at the next event. You know, please keep my number. You know, let's meet up for a drink. I mean, just genuinely nice people. Well, Everyone the gen- we met. The gentleman that I played with also reached out and once again, thanked me, thanked you. Yeah. Just very appreciative of my time. And it was really nice. It was just this reminder that there are genuinely cool single guys out there who understand this space and understand how to make a hot wife feel good. Yeah. I mean, listen, we talk about it a lot. Finding the right single guys, not easy. But when you do, if you're a hot wife couple particularly... It is so fucking worth it. And I I mean, we have, I don't know that we've found the recipe, but we have certainly got an idea of what it is that works for us. No question about it. A much better idea at this point of what really makes, you know, sense for us. Absolutely. So I'm so glad we got to share that with you guys. I'm so glad I got to experience that. I'm so glad we got to experience that as a couple together. It was fantastic. Yeah. I'm looking forward to the next one. As I told you, I reached out and like, hey man, let us know when you got the next one. If we're even close to the area, we're coming. Cool. So also, guys, want to let you know, we told you this last week, but if you didn't catch last week's episode, we have some changes coming to our Patreon community. First of all, they heard some of the details of this before it was aired on the show, because that always happens via our bonus episodes on Patreon. But in addition to that, Sex on Your Terms, our other sexuality podcast, is moving exclusively to Patreon. So if you enjoy that show and you want to continue to catch it, we would love for you to sponsor the show you can do it for as little as two dollars per month at patreon.com slash front porch swingers come find us there a big thank you to our newest patreon members who this week are lebo and mariah thank you guys so much for jumping on board with us if you want to see the naughtier stuff onlyfans.com slash front porch swingers we would love for you to come join us there i've been having so much fun doing all sorts of shoots learning all sorts of different camera angles and all sorts of fun shit so i'd love for you to come experience that with us again onlyfans.com slash front porch swingers a reminder if you plan to join us for pod bash in october and you want to stay at the venue you need to book now so do it at podbashevent.com and use the promo code podbash when you book your room if you booked your room and did not use that promo code you need to reach out to us asap at mail at frontporchswingers.com because that's the only way you're going to get all the fun extras the 40 dollars bar tab the welcome bag all the fun shit throughout the weekend yeah and you so- don't want to miss it it's going to be fucking amazing absolutely find us on social media guys we're on twitter at fp swingers and instagram at fps pod media and i think that's what we have for you this week yep that's it we just wanted to bring that to you we could not wait to tell that story lots more sexy hot wife shit coming it's been a ride oh yeah especially for me so (laughs) listen to those rides on future episodes and thank you so much for listening thanks everybody